0: When Mark Mark asked us to talk about uh, contemporary uh, developments in income tax and taxation of land, uh, I thought, well, I'll get Stuart to do the income tax. And then there's not much to say about land because there isn't much of a contemporary debate about it, and there certainly isn't much of a contemporary tax on land. As it turns out, I think um, I've probably got the harder end of the stick because there's actually some quite difficult things to try and get across here. The first easy thing is that actually the, kind of the arguments for the taxation of land are just as strong as they ever were. Um, taxing land value is a tax on an economic rent. It's a non-distorting tax. Um, I can't put it quite as well as uh, Lloyd George, but the gains to value accrue through no effort of the um, owner. And if you're interested in um, redistribution, land is also held uh, very unequally. Um, but there is, uh, there is no land value tax in the UK. Um, There have been attempts to uh, tax the uplift in land value um, in the uh, the three years earlier quoted, which I don't have quite to the top of my mind, Um, but uh, quite a discussion in the Barker Review about why those failed. So is there any point, actually, um, in continuing this discussion? We've had 100 years of not doing it. Um, I don't think I'm revealing anything, uh, Mark, if I say that when I was at the Treasury, I don't remember it being at the top of the agenda for analysis or uh, debate, Um, So is there any point in still discussing this? Um, Well, one answer to that is, well, actually, we do, uh, at one level, tax land value. In fact, we get £50 billion from uh, combined taxation of property and the land uh, on which it it sits from council tax and business rates. And just to understand what that means, um, a little council tax... uh, Um, council tax banding is such that uh, properties in the south of England and London are in much higher council tax bands on average than those in the north of England that's not largely to do with the quality of the property that's largely to do with the value of the land on which these houses sit so you can see uh, that uh, to a large extent the council tax is actually um, a a tax on uh, land value but of course it's a a tax on combined uh, land and property um, values um, and that, um, well, this is an interesting quote from William Vickery, uh, of course, a Nobel laureate. He says, the property tax is, economically speaking, a combination of one of the worst taxes, that part's assessed on real estate improvements, and one of the best taxes, a tax on land or site value. Um, now, well, I'll come on to kind of a couple of, um, sort of issues with that, because I think there are cases in which a uh, tax on property, um, uh, i.e. improvements, is, 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 isn't such a disastrous tax. But you get the idea. What we have done is we've combined a tax on land with a tax on property. And Actually, to get this right, I think um, a lot of the debate doesn't quite distinguish these things. We need to think about business land, business property, domestic land, domestic property. And actually, how we think about taxing those things uh, is different. So let me start by saying a little about um, business property. Uh, Tax on business property... um, uh, just distorts decisions that firms make about inputs. It violates um, some of the most basic, as it were, principles of um, economic theory when it comes to um, talking about taxation. It uh, taxes an intermediate input, and that's an inefficient way of um, raising uh, raising revenue. Um, and business rates um, are just one example of how you can do this and how they create incentives and just some of the sorts of it- Incentives that they can create. Uh, some of these I, I just Googled um, business rates, and uh, I mean I can't remember something, but anyway, these these are the headlines that came up on I think the first three things uh, that, I, that, that that I saw. Um, it's a, a very clear example of the way in which um, if you're taxing uh, the value of the property, then you know, arguably there's an incentive not to build a property or to not knock it down, um, which uh, which I suspect isn't a huge issue, but it gives a uh, it gives a, it gives a sense of how uh, how these incentives might operate clearly if you 're taxing the value of the land um, then none of those um, none of those incentives uh, operate so the economic kind of case is is obvious um, uh, the issue is um, is such a change practical uh, the um, to which i can 't give a definitive um, answer but um, it's worth just being clear about what the problems are and whether there are solutions. Um, most market transactions, I mean the fundamental problem is that most market transactions are for land property packages that uh, certainly in the domestic arena and to some extent, certainly some areas in the business arena, uh, the market in land is relatively thin, that may making uh, determining land value relatively hard. Um, And because it's hard, it's controversial. It's certainly not impossible. It's doable, but it's controversial. And land values are often quite volatile. On the other hand, um, we're not starting from a world in which no one does it or no one's ever done it. Uh, Land value taxes, whilst not vastly widespread, certainly operated for long periods in (coughs) in some parts of the world. Uh, It's not as if we don't have a kind of fairly substantial apparatus in place to... uh, Um, uh, to work out values of business properties and others at the moment. The Valuation Office Agency already employs 4,000 staff. It's got data on the 1.7 million non-domestic properties. Land Registry has pretty good data on what property and land is owned. Um, I don't know the answer to the last question, but it's not obvious to me that the answer is yes, it would be that much harder. And it's certainly not obvious to me that, yes, it would be impossible. I don't think, I mean, I'm persuaded actually that the problem is not fundamentally a technical um, problem, uh, although there would be technical problems in levying uh, levying a a land tax. There's certainly scope at the least for um, more work on that. So um, moving swiftly on to domestic property. in a way, the economics around business property is pretty straightforward. I mean, the practical stuff might be quite hard, but the economics is, is pretty straightforward. Um, the economics around domestic property, I think, interestingly, is quite a lot more difficult. Um, uh, that's because there are three things uh, that you need to think about when you're thinking about um, domestic property. The first is um, that it has a consumption value. Um, we, uh, we pay VAT when we um, uh, buy a fridge. Uh, we don't pay VAT when we buy a new house. Um, partly that's because houses tend to last for quite a long time. Uh, and actually, the, the appropriate thing probably to do is might be to tax the flow of consumption services like we tax the, uh, any other consumption. So there's a consumption aspect to housing. Uh, as obviously it sits on land, so uh, there's a land uh, uh, value tax issue. A property is also. Um, uh, Incredibly important uh, part of the store of value and of savings uh, that we have. So we need to think about taxation of domestic property in in, in all of these in all of these um, respects. Um. So how 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 do we currently tax domestic property and land? Well, we have a council tax based on um, property valuation of twenty or so years ago. Um, it's a tax that's regressive in property value. That is the tax rises less than proportionately with the uh, uh, with the value, and it's capped, um, though uh, um, uh, we know that Vince Cable, uh, I see kind of economically appropriately, wants to get rid of that cap. Um, uh, there's no VAT on new housing or on the service flow from housing. Stamp duties paid on the purchase of property um, in bands which uh, cause jumps in liability. Um, And neither imputed income from owner occupation nor capital gains are taxed for owner occupied property, but they are taxed effectively for uh, rented properties. So actually, it doesn't really meet taxation of property at the moment in terms of thinking about the taxation of the consumption flow. Well, the council tax is the nearest that we've got to that, but it's (coughs) not ever so near. Um, Stamp duty doesn't fit into any uh, rational kind of discussion of the taxation of anything. uh, the and and in terms of the taxation of saving, um, well there there is a huge um, uh, difference in the way that uh, owner occupied housing and uh, property that's rented out are taxed, and that creates a, 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 a number of uh, distortions in the housing market. Uh, also, there are distortions in the um, in the in the savings market. Now, of course, we all understand why we end up somewhere like this, because um, uh, it's politically difficult to do things very different from this. But I, nevertheless, I think it's, uh, it's actually rather important to understand um, where, ideally, one might want to end up. So um, thinking about uh, um, uh, the uh, consumption tax uh, issues... Um, as I say, the council tax sort of approximates the value on the tax of housing, a t- tax on the value of housing. Um, a sort of, you know, an ideal system would would simply have a proportional tax on the consumption value. Other in, in other words, a proportional tax on the on the value of the uh, on the value of the property. We reckon that uh, um, something of about two thirds of a percent on value would replace council tax on a revenue neutral basis. A, a, a bit higher than that and you could replace um, stamp duty uh, as well um, I mean that wouldn't I mean this is this doesn't get round some of the uh, double taxation of improvements problems if you kind of make your house more valuable by uh, putting an extension on the back you pay VAT on the extension and then you would be paying more on the um, uh, you, you would be paying double under this kind of system by paying the consumption tax exactly as the council tax would operate if it was ever revalued Um Uh, this is where it's worth thinking about land as well because in principle it's possible to break out the land part of the value of the property and tax that at a higher rate and tax the um, uh, relative to the uh, relative to the um, relative to the actual improvement Uh, whether that's that that I think is genuinely more difficult than um, for for, for business property partly because they're just an awful lot more houses Uh, but but. Again, not obviously impossible. If you were to move to this housing services tax, say, say at 13p, so we're basically saying we want to um, replace council tax with uh, 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 an entirely proportional tax. Um, if you do it at that level, what you find is it's essentially only the house, housing in the top two, essentially in the top two bands, uh, where people pay more. Um, and in the bottom bands, people pay less. Now those are obviously, I mean, you, you, you need to kind of, um, uh, the scales... The scales has gone, uh, I'm not sure how the scale's working here, that doesn't look right. Anyway, the the, 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 the top, ba- this, this must be, the, the, this is prices in um, 1991, I think is why it looks like that. So the, the point is there actually aren't very many houses up on that right hand side. Um, uh, in the top two bands, I think less than a million and then everyone else down there would gain from this change, but obviously big losses for people um, with relatively uh, expensive houses. So this is just a kind of one example of the sort of thing that uh, you could move towards. Uh, but again, it's entirely understandable why this is politically um, difficult. Um, so that's kind of thinking about housing from a consumption point of view. What about a savings point of view? Um, well, uh, you know, there's a lot of savings, a lot of wealth tied up in housing, about four trillion pounds, uh, which is quite a lot of money, um, uh, and 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 is about equal to all, about equal to all financial savings. So there's financial saving, and there's there's how there's, there's what the household sector holds in savings, and there's what they hold in housing, and they're about and they're about equal. Um, so it's kind of it, it's kind of very big. Um, and we know that returns to housing are variable by time and location. I mean, you can see how um, the blue line is actually kind of how house prices have increased, the black line is the, is the trend increase. Uh, at the moment, we're not, you know, the tax man isn't getting his hands on any of, of that. And uh, you know, the result that people who are lucky um, are not being taxed on their luck, uh, people who are unlucky are uh, not getting any rebates equally. The, um, and there's big differences between regions. Uh, house prices in different regions have, uh, have, have risen at very very different rates over the last um, 20 or 30 years or so. And actually any rational um, taxation of savings, even if you don't want to get hold of the normal return to holding savings, you do want to get hold of the supernormal return, which certainly some uh, owners have, um, have got. So currently all returns to own occupied housing are free of tax, no tax on imputed income, no tax on uh, capital gains. Um, What would be a neutral um, form of taxation of housing, which was actually closer to uh, uh, an expenditure tax? Well, you would actually want to tax capital gains. Now, I don't think you could because I don't... For the same reason that we've had trouble, pack taxing um, uplift in land value, which is that people would assume that it would go away, and you'd have a kind of period when nobody would sell their house as uh, as, as they waited for it to go away. Um, the uh, the alternative would be to have a higher um, a higher tax on the value of housing. So instead of thirteen percent, you or seventeen and a half percent, you'd have a higher total tax, which would be equivalent to uh, taxing a part of the um, uh, the imputed income um, from from housing, um, and as I've said, uh, it's, it's a it's a key part of the way that of the way the housing market works in the UK. That the taxation of property that's rented out is very different. You pay tax on the rent that you receive. You pay capital gains tax when you save when 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 you sell the property, and that's certainly one of the reasons why we have um, a, a, a concentration of owner occupation as opposed to. Uh, renting in the UK because the tax system is distorting uh, is distorting decisions. Um, so that was a very, very quick run through some of the issues. I mean, I think the first point to make is it is worth having this discussion about um, uh, taxation of land, uh, partly because the taxation of property at the moment is just so um, very <coughs> suboptimal. Um, and we need to get down to what... Uh, what 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 a kind of efficient system would look like and then think about what the trade-offs are rather than where I think we usually start the debate, which is this is the current system and we can't change it because it's all too difficult. Um, as I say, I haven't even started on stamp duty. Um, uh, seems to me that the case for a land value tax, at least on business and, 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 and non-residential land, is, is pretty clear. Um, the... Uh, um, and, and, and hence the case for a really serious look at its implementability um, uh, at an official or semi-official level, I think, is is is, is genuinely strong. Um, the taxation of domestic um, property, well, we kind of all know that uh, basing it on 1991 values um, uh, in a kind of regressive uh, manner um, is is not is not great, um, and. Uh, uh, the case for, again, changing that is strong if difficult. Maybe the 21st century will bring change. You know, um, uh, I suppose one always has to be optimistic. But I suppose if we are learning the lessons of history in 1909 and so on, I guess uh, one wouldn't be desperately optimistic about uh, you know, the prospects for change. Thank you.